0: Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business.
1: Now let's join our hosts, Tristan
0: and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence but without video you're really limiting your growth it's no secret that video is the future of all media it's where all consumers gravitate so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation you can hire a full-time videographer but is that really sustainable the answer is no for many which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open house and register for the next open house where you'll you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. So welcome back. This is episode 61 of the Social Genius Podcast brought to you by Drunk on Social.
1: And we have got some topics for you today. Tristan, lead it off. All right, man. I just talked to Sean Cannell. He runs Think Media, 2 million YouTube followers, 2 million, just a little bit over 2 million. And he says he's an overnight success that took 10 years, which is crazy, right? 10 years. And he does really well. He he mentioned something that I mentioned last time to us. And I'm going to go back to my notes. He said, We invest, and this is because a lot of our audience is real estate. He says, we invest in real estate for equity and return on investment. And that's what we should do on YouTube Mm -hmm. because YouTube on the long-term, you can have a video that's five, six, seven, eight years old. And guess what? It's still popping up because of SEO, because of the description, Mm -hmm. right? So he says, that was key. And I asked them this because this applies to you and I. I said, if you were gonna start all over today, Would you just jump on TikTok? Because the numbers are insane. He's like, that's a great question. No, I wouldn't. He said, what I would do is this. I would do a video podcast. Which is what the fuck we're doing. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise, everybody. A video podcast that I would stream into YouTube, grab the podcast, throw it onto podcast through a company, either Podbean, or he said, Buzzsprout, which we have to check because Buzzsprout has dynamic ads. And by the way, he said, if you're running a video slash podcast like we're running, you should also upload the video into Spotify because Spotify now holds videos. So I'm like, oh, taking notes. Hold on. Hold on. Right. So he says, now when you do that, you might as well have a team. And if you don't have a team, this was new to me. He goes, go to a company called repurpose house and they'll repurpose your long form video and they'll dice it up into all of these pieces now there's not as they're not as quick as what you and I have jeff but they'll come back and they'll give you all these pieces and then you can upload them into he said tiktok instagram facebook facebook reels right and youtube shorts and he said tristan linkedin's coming up with reels just around the corner i'm like whoa dude i didn't know that so that was cool and i was like well that just kind of reconfirmed what jeff jeff and i have been doing for a while and what we tell people to do and so i thought that was that was awesome because people are always asking well what should i do he said tristan i didn't even i didn't even know my team had started a tiktok channel but my 24 year old social media manager decided to run a TikTok channel and now we're at 40,000 subscribers and all he's done in re- is repurpose all of my YouTube mm-hmm. videos into 60-second clips and oh, I God. I thought wow dude that's that's pretty awesome but that's what I wanted to start with because we hear all this stuff about all of these different places to start and I thought he did it so well he told it to, so well that it empowers us because as Business owners, we don't always have the time to do all of this. So if we do one long form, like you said, hey, video podcast it. And then the rest can just be repurposed everywhere else. And I took the liberty to look at some numbers as of April because I wanted to see, okay, well, maybe he's wrong. Maybe we should start a TikTok, right? Well, check out the numbers. Monthly active users, all right? Monthly active users. Facebook, 29 billion mm-hmm. youtube 2.2 billion and by the way there are twenty three thousand youtubers with over a million subscribers as of this earlier this year wow. that's not a lot dude 000. 20 23 000 000. with a million plus subscribers that's not a lot with the amount of what is it 2.2 2.2 billion I wonder, after- that,
0: I wonder how that compares to other platforms
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That is a good question. So you've got Facebook at 2.9. 2.2 is YouTube. Instagram is 1.4 active users. And TikTok is just over a billion now. They're over Snap- a billion now. Yeah, over a billion. And Snapchat, 500 million. I didn't, I didn't even know they were there. They beat out Pinterest, which is 480. And Twitter, which is 397 million active users. Users, I thought that was crazy, man.
0: Which Elon plans to
1: grow, which we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so interesting, interesting. Yeah, and then lastly, here because we always push on TikTok, and I, I still believe that TikTok is the best place to go to if you want to get the fastest growth possible, right? Mm-hmm. But I also agree with Sean saying, hey, YouTube is kind of like the equity play long term, right? Mm-hmm. SEO. So I looked up TikTok and I thought, well, let's see how many um, mobile unique visitors they've had, right? And apparently they're at, look at this. I I have some numbers here. April, this is just last month, 39.2 million mobile unique visitors in the United States. Right, That means unique visitors. And in our target audience, on our target target demographic, that's important because I wanna know that that many people are actually coming in, right? And US, US has a large amount of people looking at TikTok. And here was, here was the important piece because this is what we're always looking for because what we hear, you and I hear this, it's like, well, the majority of TikTok users are super young right? It's like, why are we talking? We still hear that. Mm -hmm. And so I've got the breakdown for you and I'll I'll put this into the link notes. So it's there, but here's what we got percentage based in the U S TikTok users, ages 10 to 19, 32%, 32 32.5. Now the next one down, which is really close 20 to 29. And to me, I'm thinking, well, can they buy a home? Yes. they can, Right. Mm 30, which is 29.5%, 29.5%, dude. That's wow. that's the age that people are buying the most homes in, right? What was it like 27 to 34? That's the age. Next one down is 16.4%, ages 30 to 39, and then 13.9% ages 40 to 49, and then 7%, 50 plus. And I thought, damn, dude, that's... That's impressive because, thirty percent is ages twenty to twenty nine. That's telling me a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, it tells me that there's still a lot of opportunity because if you think back to what Instagram and Facebook started as, it's only it's only it's coming. They're just going to continue to come.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I think one of the one of the coolest things about TikTok, it's funny how we always start with a different platform and we end up talking about <laughs> TikTok. It's so funny. Uh, The coolest thing I found about the research that we we did here on TikTok was that this was different with with all platforms, but I found this interesting. With TikTok, 83% of TikTok users have posted a video. Hmm. And I think that was way higher than any any other platform because we're talking about video. How many times do we tell people that video is the way? And I think the more they get comfortable seeing videos pop up, the easier it is for them to turn around and be like, "I'll shoot a video," yeah. right? And I think that that's that's the gateway. And, and uh, you know, you know how they use the whole term "gateway drug" is marijuana, right? Well, look, this is the gateway social media outlet to using video consistently. Yeah, it's TikTok. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. it. It's TikTok. I like that. It's
0: exactly why I tell people that that's the my cornerstone platform. For that reason. For that reason love that dude mm-hmm. i love that and and actually in st louis is the gateway to the west just in case
1: you're curious oh i didn't know that is that why you guys have the arch oh, the arch exactly right correct oh uh-huh. it's so good yeah. i like that right. uh you know what let me let me throw that uh, link into the chat it's uh if you want to just look at it it's called Walla Room, walla room is spelled w-a-l-l-a and then room r-o-o-m and media.com so wallaroommedia.com all the stats there for TikTok, as of april 2022 there are some amazing stats on there take a look at those that was impressive dude
0: i love it i love it and that and that'll segue to the next topic but before we go there i will say that you know we've been talking a lot about long-form contents going back to youtube and you know we're you mentioned that platform for that that um the repurpose house which is exactly what you get if you sign up to coach with us. You know, that's something that we're doing for you, probably more robust. Well, I know it's more, more robust already looked at it um, and coaching and, and strategy and all that kind of stuff. But that is that is the name of the game. So if you're paying attention and listening, you know, Tristan and I are talking more and more about this. We're not saying don't do TikTok or Instagram reels. We're saying get into long form by, by, by recording a five to 10 minute video talking about something and then figure out a way either by hiring us or hiring your own people to go break that content into three to five short sub 60 second segments. Now you've got it. You did one video and now you've got a bunch of content for a diff- bunch of different places. And it's, yep. it's, I think that's, that's the best
1: strategy right now. Hands down. You know what, dude, the more people I'm surprised. This is surprising to me. The more people I'm talking to, the more people are listening to our podcast. So I think we've just doubled from, three Two listeners one. to six listeners oh. no joke man i'm like seriously i'm talking to people and they're like hey i was listening to your podcast and i'm like which one And are <laughs> like you know the drunk on social and i'm like what uh, no way yeah so there you go there you go it's all I, I look at this rate at this rate if we're still doing this 10 years from now we should easily be getting about 500 listeners
0: it's pretty thinking, amazing. I was thinking my might crack 100. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I, you're, you're too pessimistic.
0: Jeff. <laughs> well, the, you know what? I'll start paying attention then, because I was dozing off there for a second, because I didn't paying <laughs> pay attention. Um, <laughs> well, let, let me segue then. Let, let's stay on TikTok. And, and this is just an interesting article that, that I came across. They're, they're, in, they're improving creator monetization, which we've talked about with 10-minute videos. But they're also adding this thing called Pulse Program. And what I found most interesting about this, it's, it's not as necessarily, maybe not relevant to you and I, uh, but there's a couple of things that I thought interesting about it. Number one, they do talk about how you know, they are not ever probably going to be the dominant platform in terms of users, but they are the dominant platform in terms of total time spent in the app, which is, which is very important uh, yep, because that's, very. you're getting eyeballs, you're getting people just constantly seeing you. But with this program, this is pretty innovative. For advertisers, you're basically when you when you're in this pulse program, they are going to show your ads alongside the top 4% performing clips. So like whatever's trending and going massively viral, you scroll, there's your ad pop. So it's like they are intentionally setting up their algorithms where advertisers are going to get the most optimized positioning in the app because you're always gonna be playing right beside the trending video, which I thought was just freaking brilliant on TikTok's part.
1: That is brilliant, dude. They're doing some pretty brilliant things. And I think if we can learn anything from them is that they've taken one thing that they did extremely well, right? And they've shifted along the way on that one thing. And they keep on just expanding on it and they treat their creators like YouTube treats their creators. That I think, if I, now that I'm thinking about it out loud with you on the go, if we can learn from this on an entrepreneurial business side of this, as we're growing any business, whether we're talking about the consumer or where we're talking about our staff, look at TikTok on both ends. If we're looking at it on the consumer side, the biggest challenge I find, because I when remember, remember we run, the real estate advisory board for Facebook and Instagram. Anytime there's a hacked Instagram account or a hacked Facebook account, I get a message on real, in the real estate world. And they're like, Tristan, can you help us? And I'm like, I mean, my answer is this. The, I mean, it's sad to say, but Facebook and Instagram don't have a department for this. They literally ask you to go through a process that's so archaic and it solves nothing. And people lose their Instagram accounts. They lose their Facebook accounts. So everybody listening in, make sure you have, uh, what is that? The the extra step was a double verification.
0: Two-step authentication.
1: Two-step verification, authentication. Have that on, please, because you'll never get your account back. But on the other hand, TikTok, they do, I mean, they don't do that much of a better job, but they treat you nicer and you can reach out to them and they'll email you back. Right, So that's one. they treat the, they treat the consumer well. And on the other side, you look at YouTube, how they treat the creator, and they pay them and they cater to them and they send them, look at the plaques, right? Have you ever gotten a Facebook plaque? I've never gotten a Facebook plaque. But you, you look at YouTube, more. you deserve. <laughs> but YouTube, YouTube plaques, right? Yeah. And then now we've seen TikTok plaques, it's the same thing. Yeah. So they treat their creators really well. And the people that work there at TikTok in the United States on that side of it, they're very happy. And they—they, they, it's like the whole culture that Google has had for a long time, even though it's waned a little bit. But that's, a, that's some, some good things to learn from them, dude, as you're cool. talking about that.
0: That's, uh, it just validates the fact that they are continuing to innovate. And uh, it's just another reason. If you're not there. You should be there. And that's just another reason to be there is uh, the okay. innovation piece. I, so, carrying forward, staying on the same theme, but onto a different platform, uh, two, two pieces of, of, of news. Obviously, Twitter's in the news like every other article nowadays, uh, if you follow along on the news. Uh, but number one, I already mentioned Musk plans to increase Twitter's user base by over 200% in the next three years. That doesn't come as a surprise. What I did find a little surprising is that they're testing a TikTok like display format. Which, uh, again, goes back to, I don't know if you saw Elon Musk's uh, Twitter tweet where he mm. said something about, you know, I'm going to buy TikTok and remove it or something like that. As, shut you know, it down. People, some, yeah, shut it down. People have, took it seriously, yet here they are copying it. Um, mm. I know mm. it was a joke, but, but uh, the reality is, is it,
1: again, again. I mean, dude, who do you put your money behind? Iron Man or TikTok? And Iron Man, I'm referring to Elon Musk. Uh, I, I mean, come on, dude, that guy, that guy's absolute pure brilliance. He's crazy and eccentric. Yeah. But if anybody can crack the algorithmic code or at least put the right people behind it, like he's not gonna care who he hires to make that happen. I strongly believe that we should all take a look at again and again over this year to uh, Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter like just keep your eyes open because that, that platform is going to change for the better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause now it's uh, it's, it's uh, trending for you pages. There's a hell of a lot more videos popping up. Um, it's uh, now I don't have that yet. Mine still shows the old one, but uh, the old version, because like I said, they're testing it, but uh, you get used to it. Twitter used to be all text. It's now, if you scroll through Twitter, it's it's uh, the vast majority is actually now more uh, static
1: images and, and, and videos. Which, I, which dude, I'm loving that. I'm loving the change. I really I do. I, I love it. And then did you see, since we're on the TikTok here, did you see that TikTok announced that they're testing out gaming live on, on TikTok so it can be a little bit more like Twitch and... And I thought that was kind of cool because you can play these games that are only, let's say, app based and maybe only even TikTok based. And it'll play into the cloud live so people can watch live. So I'll just, all I need is really to play a game, my TikTok app, and I'll just turn it on. You can watch me play a game live. And all of a sudden, now you have all of that younger audience, which is what they're already doing on Twitch, right? Just doing it on TikTok. I love that. That's just more eyeballs, more eyeballs. This is why they keep on winning the battle of eyeballs. That's right. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how Twitter evolves, but I have a feeling that's what you're going to see a lot of. So if you don't like it, get over it because it's coming. And I don't, and I, and I just see everybody following. I mean, there's no reason why everybody isn't. Uh, I do think Twitter is going to be freaking massively entertaining over the coming years. And I agree. I think figure out a way, uh, which we're recording this at the beginning of May, may's challenge is one tweet a day i think i'm at one so far you suck yes yes i keep forgetting to open up that app
1: dude even with elon buying it it's an
0: easy it's an easy one thing to fix though i could go tweet you know three or four things in five minutes so
1: i'll catch up that's true that's true you can cheat your way up to the top (laughs) (laughs) all right what else you got for me Uh, I think you wanted to talk about uh, NFTs. I did. So, yeah, great. Oh, thanks for the reminder. So, a few days ago, I think it was a few days ago, Instagram announced that they're going to allow creators to post their NFTs that they've either bought or that they've created, and they're going to be able to display them. And it's also coming to Facebook, too. So, they said, even though we're more of a closed platform, and an NFT is, is open, kind of like a blockchain. They're saying, we're, we're, we want to play into this world and allow people to feel like there's a place to place these. And I think that's important to pay attention to because let's say, Jeff, you and I just bought a home and now we're, we talked about this a little bit. When we bought the home, we also got an NFT of the title of the home right? And that's how it was handed over because it's tied to blockchain and now they can trace the title. It's so much easier, right? That doesn't happen right now, but let's say that NFT- is happening. It's happening. Just not, just barely, just getting started. There you go. Not prevalent. Good point. Now let's say our NFT, which is my title for my house, is also a picture of the house or something like it. Now I can post that over to not yet, but I'm going to be able to post it to Instagram or to Facebook. Now people are like, how does that have anything to do with it? I'm hearing NFTs now all of a sudden drop dramatically and and people are saying it's a bad investment. It's going to die out. I don't know what's going to happen NFT. I know that NFTs have been around a long time, 10, 15, 20 years, just in different forms. They were not called NFTs, right? It was just called a digital picture, or in in some cases, like I've given examples before, it's like when I was playing Halo and I would buy things for my suit, or I'd upgrade a gun. If you play Fortnite, it's the same thing. If you play any game out there, it's the same thing. That's what NFTs are, but you can remove them out of that world and place them wherever you want. Now, the the reason that they're going to be important in the future, if it catches on completely, is because of blockchain, the tie between NFTs and blockchain. Because now, whenever we transfer this NFT and and it's real estate related, because we attached it to a home, that becomes important because we can trace where it goes. That's the importance of this whole process, not because a picture's cool or they're selling for a billion dollars each, right? It's the tech behind it. So we're able to just perform the process as much smoother. And if we all, I, I can agree, look, I just bought a home and the, the lending side was trash, right? And I'm on the real estate side and I picked the lender, right? And I'm like- well, You chose wrong, apparently. Uh, apparently I chose, ter- you know what, Jeff? I should have used your team, but I should have used your team. Shame on me. I, anyway, look, the lending side was garbage. And once we start bringing in more technology on this side, which is, hey, can we streamline this? Can we make our life easier? Is blockchain going to allow us to maybe perform title searches a lot easier, right? And what about escrow? How does this all flow a lot easier? Well, if everything's in one place, I don't have to worry about all this. And look, we're talking about HOA docs as well. We can convert those over to blockchain technology. And all of a sudden it's a lot easier because I don't have to wait for anybody. Everything's uploaded quickly and we already know who owns what. That's that's where I think this all becomes a little bit better, but dude, I, I don't know. I think we're still a little bit further out, especially what happens during a, re- if, if we hit a re- a recession, if we hit a recession end of the year, that always slows down progression on on what, because people, the general audience doesn't take as much risk, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, usually in a recession, you have those extra wealthy individuals that love to take risks like Grant Cardone, Warren Buffett, that, that makes sense. But I don't know, man. I'm in the middle. I still see NFTs being cool, but I think there might be a little bit of a dip. Do you remember what happened with Bitcoin? It dipped down and then all of a sudden it shot up. I think the same thing's going to happen with NFTs. They're going to dip down a little more and then... Maybe in a couple of years you'll rehear it and it'll be like boom. Oh, I should have bought it. I should have bought a shit ton of NFTs three years ago. I think that's what might happen.
0: Yeah, I think I, I still think people are struggling to understand it. Um, I know they are. I'm still struggling to fully understand it, especially as it as it relates to the way you just described it, because there isn't. It's not a stock like crypto is. Crypto is acts like that. It's very similar, um, and it has a value per share, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas NFTs are, are are a lot different than that, and NFTs are going to take over our world. You, you know, you and I are going to be NFTs someday. Uh, it's it's going to be the equivalent of a social security number, essentially. And yeah. Um, but yeah, the the that's the one thing I keep hearing people talk about is the blockchain is so much more organized, and it's it's. Uh, I I don't I disagree. Anybody who says it's not coming or it's going to phase, it's, it's the same person that probably said the same thing about computers, and cell phones. And,
1: and the radio, and you name it, right? There's always going to be layers. This is going to take some time to identify which, which NFT, which NFT program or website or idea is really going to take off, and then you're going to see that company start pushing more NFTs. And the, hey, this is how NFTs are going to work, right? Same thing with the metaverse. We don't know where that is. Same thing with anybody, anything else that's brand new. Look, Bitcoin. Look what came out of the whole Bitcoin thing. It was Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then Ethereum, and then a whole bunch of other little ones. Well, we'll see what happens. Warren Buffett and his whole thing recently with Charlie Munger. You know that whole, you know about this one—that big event they do once a year where they have like forty thousand people. Mm -hmm. So, so every year, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, who run a Berkshire Hathaway, they they have this. Event like uh, like our event, Jeff. We're going to do a uh, Social Genius in August, like our event, except we don't have forty thousand people at our event. I like forty, and so <laughs> we're forty. And then people sit into the event and they just listen to Warren and Charlie talk, and people ask questions. And somebody asks them, "Hey, what about Bitcoin?" And Warren Buffett's like, "Nope, Bitcoin's stupid. Don't do it." Right, he literally said don't do it it's a waste he goes if you compare it to real estate or anything real like that why why in the hell would i buy bitcoin over real estate it just doesn't make sense in my head so you still have those people that strongly don't believe in bitcoin right and he says do you really think that the united states government is going to pick up bitcoin think about it why would they pick up bitcoin don't you think they want to just go deeper with the dollar yeah so i don't know i'm still in the middle I own, I own um, NFTs, digital digital coins, NFTs, but you know, just to understand them better. That's the only reason I bought them. Uh, yeah, buddy.
0: Interesting. Uh, the so just, just in just case you're wondering, we'll wrap up on this. Elon Musk's most recent tweet. Yeah, what is it? Chocolate milk is insanely good. Just had some.
1: I think the only reason I'm on Twitter is for his tweets. There's actually, I was trying to find
0: something. He, um, uh, it was him and Mr. Beast went back and forth on something and I don't know how to find it, but I I saw Mr. Beast's comment to him. So um, really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let me see here. I know uh, Mr. Beast is a massive Elon Musk uh, fan. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. I'm gonna look it up right now. It says Elon Musk, Mr. B. Jokes aside, be safe. I love you. Uh, let me see here. Going back and forth between. both. Oh, it,
0: it was it was a response to Elon Musk. If I die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. That's that was Elon Musk, which was totally again random. And and Mr. Beast's response was, if that happens, can I have Twitter? <laughs> I, what, what did you say? Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh there it is man. i see that oh shit i see that that is hilarious i'm gonna clip that
0: and, so, and mr Beast post is no takesies backsies <laughs> <laughs> these
1: guys are just a bunch of children dude i mean twitter's fun man that's what yeah. i want I, I want social media to be fun again
0: dude I'm did just, you like, see I, totally off subject and we should probably end this podcast but the last thing i'll say did you see that uh, Mr. Beast is currently building out a uh, Willy Wonka set factory, Willy Wonka's factory for, I guess, for some, you know, one of his next few YouTube videos? I
1: have. So remember those chocolates I bought? Remember that video I did? Yeah. With Anthony yeah, about yeah. Those chocolates. So those are the chocolates you unwrap. And if you have a golden ticket, you get to go. Stop it. Yeah, I'm not joking. So we had to record it, right, just to see if he got it, but he didn't. Uh, but anyway, dude, yeah, Buy more. Buy he's more. going, he's going all the way there. Oh, thanks. You put it up. The Twitter one. There you go. Thanks. Appreciate that. I'm going to post this up on my personal account. That's hilarious. Which one? All right. The, the thing you told me about Mr. Beast and. and, and Ina, yeah. Yeah. Just going to post that one up. Thanks buddy. Now
0: I'm going to retweet it. Does that count as a tweet? If I retweet yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yes. I'm two. I'm at two.
1: There you go. I'm going to just, I just posted it there. On Facebook, not Twitter. What else you got for us? Anything else? That's it, man. I, th- I think
0: we'll wrap it up. That was, uh, as always, that was fun. It's fun to wrap about these topics because they're super relevant, and man, I just enjoy doing it. So until until uh, episode sixty-two, my friend, I shall talk to you twelve times a day, probably.
1: <laughs> okay. Thanks, man.
0: Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback
1: and likes are very much appreciated.